0: Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. And today, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I have a friend, well, actually, a friend of a friend of a friend, but (laughs) (laughs) the point is, she is still a friend on the show to discuss a really important topic, which is work-life balance. Now, if you guys have a dictionary at home, open your dictionary and search for the word jolly because I am pretty sure that our guest for today is the definition of jolly the definition of good vibes and the definition of good energy at least that's how I feel and that's the energy I get back whenever I interact with this person so please guys welcome to the show our first female guest on the podcast Simran Aurora. welcome Simran <laughs>
1: Thank you, that was uh, one of the best introductions I've ever received, so thank you so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was made on the spot as well, so (laughs) it came from the heart. (laughs) Well, I love it. (laughs) First and foremost, can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Because a lot of people may not know, and actually even I may not know a lot, so tell us a bit more about yourself, Mm -hmm. Simran.
1: So first of all, my name is Simran Arora, which you managed to pronounce really well. Well done. (laughs) It was completely correct. And I'm a computer science graduate. I've been working in the tech industry now for almost, I would say, about five years, if you take my intern year into account, I guess. Um, what else about me? I love traveling, which is something I'm not able to do thanks to COVID-19. And I'm, I'm, I think we can have another whole another podcast on the fact that I, how much I'm hating this. Um, but yeah, that's, that's literally just me. Like, um, I'm, I'm a fun person. I'm a tech geek. And uh, yeah, I've been working at VMware for now almost five years.
0: Wow, five years. They really love you, Simran. They must really, really love you.
1: <laughs> I, I refuse to let go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I've am i held on to them. It's a mutual love, isn't it? <laughs>
1: it is. I, I love them just as
0: much. So could you tell us, like, what do you do for VMware? What's your role? And how's life at VMware?
1: Sure. So uh, my role is systems engineer. Now, recently been been called as solutions engineer is something we've changed internally and it has been the same role for ever since i've started so i started my journey with vmware almost um, five years ago like i said as an intern so i was the first se intern at um, vmware and funnily enough the only girl in my group as well um, of, of all the SEs. and um, then i went back to finish my degree and came back as a graduate and did my Um, graduate term in Cork in Ireland Um, finished that and came back to the UK now almost two years ago and carried on with my journey as a systems engineer Um, the part of the role and what the role really is it's as complex as it sounds it's pretty simple it's being that trusted advisor for my customer you know um, I deal with a range of customers I've worked with partners as well before Um, I'm now currently working with um, commercial customers and idea behind my role is to understand you know your customers' perspective, how you can help them in their business, how your solutions, um, you know, how VMware solutions can then help them achieve their business goals, and ultimately, if I can help them, you know, save their business, I'll feel good. I'll feel like I've achieved something that day. So that that is essentially what my role really entails.
0: Awesome. Well, it sounds like you got a lot on your on your table, but it sounds like you're dealing with it appropriately. How how's life at VMware? I'm really really curious. Um, because obviously I come from a computer science background known VMware for quite a lot a while. So I do want to know how's life? Obviously before COVID and you can actually talk about how it's been since COVID, but <laughs> go on. I
1: I will I can't I can't not talk about COVID. But no for me I think life at VMware has been absolutely amazing. It's one thing I can handle heart hand say obviously I've not had experience in working in any other company. So I wouldn't really I can't talk from experience and say oh yeah it's the best company to work for because X company wasn't that all that but for me personally Having been working here and hearing from my colleagues about how they've had a previous experience of working in other companies, it has been one of the greatest experiences. Like the life, the culture of people, the people genuinely there who want you to be part of the team, who want to help you grow, who want to help you understand better. They're always there to support you. And the amount of, so like about this topic, like the work-life balance thing, the amount of... Freedom, the flexibility that you get for, from the teams at VMware is just—it's just immense. Like even throughout this COVID um, nineteen experience, um, the support that we're getting from them, the, the help that we're getting from them, and just the bare necessity of having someone to understand exactly how you what you're going through, is, is a game changer for me. Like I think for me, VMware has been part of the family now if you think about it because like, obviously you have been there now for five years so I can say like you know um you're working with teams you're working with different people you, they kind of become you know you get to know them so well so it's just like you know your friends like a bigger group of family kind of a thing I wouldn't call them family 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 but yeah mm-hmm. my family's hard to get you know deal with so they're not that bad
0: <laughs> basically you, you you're nearly a, a part of the furniture now at VMware what does um I said
1: five years, not 50 years. Gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What does work-life balance mean to you?
1: Ah, that's great. Yeah. So work-life balance for me is basically something that fits around my own lifestyle. It doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, you know what, if I'm allowed to work from home, that's giving me my work-life balance. That's not necessarily, you know, what I would, what I might want from my life, especially like if you were to ask me right now, where would I rather be doing this from? I'd rather be in my office, like it's got air conditioning, like I would rather be there. So working from home is not necessarily what gives you that work-life balance. For me, it's something that fits around my lifestyle. So say, for example, like I had a rough night and I couldn't sleep and I, and then, you know, it was just a rough um, day to begin with. And I've just woken up a bit late. That's fine because then I can start my day at the time that I've woken up. Maybe it's ten o'clock. So I can schedule my meetings from there on, kind of a thing, and move on. So it's not like I have to clock in at eight thirty and I have to do this eight thirty to five p.m. kind of a job and just be stuck to it. It's giving the flexibility of when I have to finish my work in my own time, and something that revolves around my own lifestyle. So it could be different for different person. So it doesn't work life balance doesn't mean something or one person and you know it doesn't have to have a specific meaning it's something that would be different to every individual i would imagine so for me work-life balance means it's just something that fits around my personal lifestyle
0: so it's different for every individual in your opinion it is that it fits around your lifestyle so does that mean that work-life balance has different meanings depending on whether you work in the office or remotely so people who are
1: working say from home right they have a lot of benefits they can it can be they can be flexible there's zero commute and you know you get to spend time with family and loved ones and whatnot I get that and there's a lot of lot of benefits around it but then it becomes really difficult to you know unplug and not really know what's workday, what's you know what's what's holiday so you can't really tell the difference and then on the flip side you have people who work in the offices right um they're going in to work every single day and I've seen that happen in many, many organizations where they would put like a ping pong table or a games room to help with the work-life balance because they're like, you know, our employees can then go play around. What? Well, do you know what? I'm I'm the worst ping pong player on the earth. Like I I honestly can't play ping pong. So that wouldn't really attract me and that wouldn't be the thing like, you know, oh yes, this is exactly the work-life balance I need. So it wouldn't be something I would call happily work-life balance. So like I said, ultimately it comes down to that individual's lifestyle. So whether they're working from home or whether they're a remote worker, what helps them to have their work go around their own lifestyle is what work-life balance is. Um, so it shouldn't be the fact that, you know what, if you're working from home, you get this these benefits. So you get to um, be with your child and answer calls. But, oh, if you're working from office, you can't do that. No, it should be something like if you have to go pick your child up at 3 p.m., you should be allowed to do so, which... I've seen many of my colleagues sort of do as well so it's 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 something that I feel like it's giving you the freedom and flexibility to be able to do so
0: that that is absolutely spot on the the way I see it and I've had many 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 discussions in the past about this is I've heard people say that you know when people say work-life balance everyone always or majority of people always assume that is an equal balance and and I totally disagree with it because Work-life balance does not mean you have an equal balance between work and your personal life. That's not what work-life balance means. Or, Or it's not what it should mean anyways for a lot of people. What it should mean is that your personal life will always come before your work life. And anyone that tells you otherwise is absolutely wrong. And, and I respect everyone's opinions, but work-life balance is not about trying to find that equal balance because ultimately you spend more time at work than you do outside of work because there's five days you have to be in the office, right? Or, or five days you have to work absolutely. from home. So you spend more time working than you do anything else. But balance in the, in the sense of work-life balance, for me anyways, it means that your personal life will always come before your work-life and you work around that, like you said. So it's good to your point. Now, it leads up to my question really nicely, Simran. Why is work-life balance so important?
1: I mean, I can't stress this enough, but my main thing anytime I've been asked this question and every time I say this is to maintain your own mental health. And a of times I've had this conversation with my friends and I say, work-life balance is important for your mental health. And I've been told, yeah, but we're young. We don't have to worry about mental health. And it just, it was like, you know, no, mental health is still important. Maybe more so for people who are young and just, you know, millennials at this point in time who are struggling to find their place or struggling to sort of find that kind of balance because they have to prove themselves. They want to be able to achieve things that, you know, people from their past or people from the generation before have been able to achieve much easily. They want to prove themselves. And I know that I can see the pressure. I know the pressure. And ultimately what I see myself doing, and I, I have been guilty of this myself, is I want to I want to keep giving I want to just work 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 that way I feel like oh maybe I'll be you know I'll get ahead I'll get ahead I'll be recognized more I'll be given more benefits of you know through my work life kind of thing but that's not exactly good or that's not exactly the best thing for your mental health because ultimately what you end up doing is giving yourself more stress and that stress character, like when people say the word stress, they usually think, "Oh yeah, do you know what? It's it's a day thing, it's a two day thing. You'll you'll get over it." But sometimes that stress is just in the back of your mind throughout, goodness knows how long, and that it becomes your subconsciousness. Like you're constantly, always thinking about something or the other. You're stressing about work even on your days off, and it, it will eventually burn you out. And you don't want that. You generally do not want that. And that's why work life balance is important. And to the flip side of that is. People who want to be really good at work are usually the people who give their everything and forget about mental health and don't want to believe in this work-life balance um, scenario because they feel if I give my everything I, I can now, I'm young, I can do everything I can in my in my time, in my space, so I'll achieve more. Well, thing is, with work-life balance, you actually get more productivity, you become more productive in yourself. You actually increase that kind of productivity that you have. So in order for you to be really good at work, maybe taking that step back will actually benefit you because you'll now actually achieve more from your work by giving in less hours. So it's a win-win. You, you, know, you help your mental health. You help the fact that you'll be with your loved ones. You know, you only get one life, so you want to be able to spend with your loved ones, your family, your friends, and give that enough time to work as well because the thing is, if you, if you don't do that and you just carry on working, 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 eventually there'll be a point where you'll burn out much sooner than you should and then it's hitting that that rock bottom, and you wouldn't, and that would be the cause of even more stress later on in, in years. So, to avoid that, I guess you know you need that work life balance to give you the sense of ability to know, hey, there's more to life than just work, and I can achieve all those good things that I want to achieve, which will happen. And by the way, that would never stop. Like we, as as humans, we are programmed to just want more, more, more. So you'll achieve one milestone, and you'll be like, I want something else, I want more. So. You know, you'll always feel like you're always burning out. So take a step back, understand what's really important, and that's your own happiness, your own life. Give that the importance. Like you said, you know, lifestyle comes first. Give your life more importance, and you'll you'll see that it's actually benefiting your work side as well. And people like to see humans at work, not robots, as much as I love robots.
0: <laughs> no, I, t- I totally, totally agree with you. We are not machines, and, and we shouldn't be acting like we are, because you'll get to a point where you're not going to realize it yourself. And I. you've made such a great point, which is like everyone always feels like putting in those extra hours is proving themselves. But if you can get everything you need to get done in those seven and a half hours, that's just as good as if you were doing 10 hours, but you're still getting the same amount of things done. So people, what well, people need to realize, they need to manage themselves within their workload and plan around that. Because you're not meant to be perfect and I've said this so many times on this podcast you're not meant to be perfect you're meant to be the best version of yourself so work around it but don't disregard your health and to one thing that you said as well is I feel like a lot of people don't know how to switch off and I think that is the issue Simran, as well for a lot for a lot of people not for everyone but for a lot of people I feel like there's a lot of people that don't know how to switch off they're taking their work uh, their work laptop on holidays they're still checking their emails uh, during their days off and we, we're yep. all guilty of this at some point one way or another but there, there, there is a limit and yep. I feel like people and and I've been guilty of this as well at some points it's hard to switch off sometimes and that's the issue when it's hard to switch off yep. you straight away know that you're going down the path that is not good <laughs> which is the dump the the burnout path definitely right and, and It is just managing that and what I wanted to to ask you as well is do you have any tips or any like quick hacks that you can share about how people can start to look towards having that work-life balance or maintaining a good work-life balance?
1: Yes. And I think I can, I can completely echo your point of saying like, you know, we've all been guilty of not really understanding what work-life balance is and actually accepting and adapting to our own, you know, what we preach. I think for me personally, it's been, it's been the COVID experience that has made me understand the importance of work-life balance because previously when I was um, coming back home from work or even during my weekends, I would happily check my emails because that was just something that was programmed to do. I was like, it's on my phone. I might as well. But, you know, since COVID, since, you know, experiencing that like, you don't really have a home and work life it is all one blended into one big blob. So with that perspective, it's the, the best tip that I could possibly give off is just like, take, make sure you take time off. And when you're taking that time off, make sure you do switch off. So, you know, that basically means not going on your work laptop, not, you know, disabling notifications on your phone, which are, you know, if you have a work phone, keep it just turn it off you don't need it or if you've got work applications on your personal phone disable the notifications you don't want to see them that is one of the key things you have to do because it, out of sight out of mind it's a common it's a common theme and you know if you don't have it in front of me you probably won't then think about it that much um, another thing that I think it's it's one of us a, a, a tip from one of our CTOs and I, I have to say it's a really great one he said anything that you can do in an hour in an hour's meeting you can do in 45 minutes as well. So right now, what I've seen is happened for me especially, and I'm pretty sure it's the case for many, many people out there, is Zoom calls have become our, our life, right? Like, it's, it's all about Zoom. So what we do is because we don't have to commute that much, we go from one Zoom call to the other, to the other, to the other. So we can actually, we're actually doing like six to seven meetings in a day when in real world, we'll probably only be doing two to three. So imagine that amount of stress that's putting on your mental health because now you're doing seven times the work that you used to do before just because you feel like you don't have to commute so you can just do them back to back. Definitely not. You have to take breaks between your days. So um, put those lunch breaks and those, you know, breaks in, in your calendar. Make your calendar your life and actually live by it. So, you know, have that one hour break during lunch and go off go do something, go for a walk, do your 15 minute walk during the day. So I've got three breaks in my calendar where I've got 15 minute break in the in the morning. I've got my lunch break and I've got 15 minute break in the evening. So, and I'm not saying I'll, I stick to it all the time. I don't because meetings come up, you have to move your things around and you know breaks and lunch times are something you can be flexible with. But it's good to know that it's there. So it reminds me that, you know what, I do need a break. I've been on this desk and I've been staring at a screen for this long. I need a break now. So it gives you that reason to sort of, jump out, even if it is just to go downstairs, you know, go to the fridge, grab some fruit or something, come back. It allows you to move. So one, reduce that hour-long meeting to 45 minutes because you can get everything, whatever you could get done in an hour, you can get done in 45 minutes. It then gives you that extra 15 minutes to be able to just process what you've just done. Because if we're doing back-to-back calls, we're not really being productive, are we? So we're not really being able to make much out of the call that we've just done. So give yourself those 15 minutes, give yourself a little bit of rest to be able to sort of jump into your next meeting. And one other thing I would say is, and I think a lot of people have problems with this as well, is learning to say no. And mm-hmm. it might just be out of fear. So like, so I know as, as millennials, we we we're so easily scared and it's just sad because we're just like, no, I don't want to lose my job or I don't want this person to think I'm not good enough. So I, cannot, I can't say no. You have to learn to say no, because if you don't, if you don't say no, you're always going to say yes. And you, ultimately become the yes person and believe it or not when it comes down to respect people don't respect the person who always says yes people say people respect people who say yes and then deliver and then sort of you know give you what you want from them but if you're constantly saying yes and then finding it a bit difficult to deliver on what you just said yes to because of the stress that you've taken on and the fact that you have said so much like you've said yes to so much you've taken on so much more than you could handle you're letting people down So learn to say no, set that expectation from from the beginning. Let people understand, you know, that, that you're a human and you'll be surprised to see that when you say no and you sort of share your issues or you share the fact that you don't have enough time, people will sympathize with you. People will feel that empathy and understand that they're humans and they get it. So be open about that, say no, take a step back and give yourself some time during the day. Don't be a Zoom zombie, like you can't. You have to enjoy some aspect of life. I don't know the word enjoy anymore because i haven't experienced that but like try to give yourself that some flexibility i don't know go outside in the garden do some star jumps it helps but like it could be potentially something but like you you have to give yourself that break
0: (laughs) totally uh, well guys tip of the day go to your garden and do star jumps simran aurora (laughs) that's the tip of the day for work-life balance
1: it really helps you know
0: (laughs) I cannot imagine this, but I think you have made amazing, amazing points. And one thing that I want to echo a bit that you said was that once COVID hit and lockdown and quarantine, and now having to switch to working from home a hundred percent, you mentioned that that's when you had that sort of more realization about your um, more. Uh, Connected to your work-life balance that's when you sort of understood that actually no you know I do need to not not have lunch at my desk right I used to do this a lot of times by the way I'm, I'm guilty of this as well or actually go and step away from the screen or instead of having your coffees like you know on, like just go for a walk and do star jumps as well guys try that and I feel like there is <laughs> there is <laughs> there is such little things that we can do to start engaging ourselves into like what it really means. And I hope that a lot of people had that realisation. I hope that people are not just thinking about, oh, I've saved two hours on commute. I'm going to give those two hours back. I mean, sure, you do what you want to do with your work life. That is absolutely up to you. But also think about yourself a bit more. These are the times where you need to think about yourself. You need to think about others. You need to think about your family and friends and look after yourself because like Simran said it and I've said it many times, burning out it can happen and it's not a joke it's not a buzzword and I've said this on a previous episode which was the don't burn out episode burnout is not a buzzword it really isn't like I've seen it happen to a few people it's just not yeah it's not nice so try and avoid that try and do your very best to get to that level uh, and I'm not sure if you listen to the don't burn out episode Simon that was released a while ago but one of the things I said was that If you don't get everything that you need to get done for today, won't that same work be there for you tomorrow to pick up anyways? And the answer is yes, it will be there for you tomorrow. Now, I'm not saying you should procrastinate. I'm not saying you should underperform at work. But what I'm saying is that same work that you didn't get the chance to get done today will still be there for you tomorrow to pick up anyways. So prioritize yourself.
1: Absolutely. And I, you know, what, you've hit the nail um, on the head here that the idea is prioritizing, because if you think about it, if you've got a to do list and you've got tasks that you've, you know, we tend to do that as humans, we just write so many tasks on our to do list because we want to do them. And apparently we just all we want to do them all today. And now, or for some cases, we wanted to do them yesterday, like, that's how long our lists are. So if your list is getting longer and longer, and you think, oh, yeah, this work that I'm doing today can be done tomorrow that basically means you haven't prioritized that list. So if you were to write all your list down and then take, you know, prioritize everything on that list and put the two, three things that you have to have to done today and put them right at the top, get them done first, you'll actually feel like you're getting through a lot more because one, you don't have the pressure of getting through everything else, which can be done tomorrow, like you said, but you've actually got the three things that you really needed to get done, done today. So really you're winning out of the whole thing. So you've you've got everything that you need to do in the given time span and you know managing the deadlines but you've not stressed yourself and you're not over yourself so ideally prioritize your tasks get them in the to-do list but prioritize them and you probably are better off that way
0: and you'll be winning and you won't actually be sacrificing your own well-being which is the the, the point and totally agree with what you said back to a 100 percent agree. i do want to ask you one final no, two two more final questions which are around. Go for it. What would be one last piece of advice that you'd give to anyone listening right now on this topic? What would that be?
1: You mean other than telling them to do star jumps? I,
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, other than, I will. Other than I will
1: be jumps. telling them. Um, one one thing I would be telling them is the fact that you only get one life, and it, it, I know we we say we say that a lot, but you do only get one life to to do everything and. As much as work is super important for us, but to be good at work, you need to be good and happy in your personal life. So do what makes you happy. Do what really gives you that satisfaction. Don't work long hours just because, you know, you have to prove yourself. Work long hours. Like, I've, I've done that. I've worked out, you know, at three in the morning when I just can't sleep and I want to do some work. Do it. But do it because you genuinely want to and it's out of happiness and it's not really affecting your mental health and you're not stressed out about it. Do it out of happiness. And if it helps your personal life and if it's not hindering your personal life, then go for it. But do what really makes you happy. If if you're not happy, it's not worth it. End of like, and and this goes for whether people who are, you know, old, young, whether they're, you know, male, female, whoever, you know, it's generally for everyone. Do what really genuinely makes you happy. And I promise you, your work will will, will sort of reflect that because when you're happy, you're going to be more productive. It's, it's just a given factor. And I've, I've seen that in my own career. And as I go like, throughout my career kind of a thing, I've seen that happen to me when times when I've not been happy with my, with my normal life, it shows on my career. It shows in my day job. And times when I've been happy in general with, with everything that's happening outside of work, it, I bring it back to work and I, I then perform better at work. So it's, it's your personal life that really affects how you are at work so as long as you're happy make sure you're happy keep that mental health you know a- as healthy as possible and you'll realize that you know what work is just going to be booming for you so yeah be happy
0: yes that is that is the tip of the day new tip of the day is to be happy after <laughs> doing the star jump so you, you need to make sure you do the star <laughs> yeah. jump as a warm-up and then be happy but I totally totally agree with you everyone always feels that pressure of like having to deliver or having to overachieve, overperform, over deliver. But what people fail to realize most of the times is that you can still do all of that whilst maintaining a good mental health, whilst maintaining a good work-life balance. And once again, I wanna emphasize that work-life balance is not about having work and uh, your personal life on the same scale, on the same equally scale. It's about managing and like Simon said it so well, fitting it around your whole lifestyle and making sure that you're happy because if you're not you're not you're not gonna gain much benefits from it and on top of that little things help like if you can get that one extra hour of sleep if you go to bed one hour earlier tonight like that's okay that you will see that that will make a difference that is okay you don't need to stay up and doing all those crazy things that you always do you can give yourself a break well you should be giving yourself a break and I think it's really important and we touch upon so much today. Absolutely. I feel like as well, organizing yourself. Because I feel when people are not organized and they're not planning the day, they're not setting their little daily targets, that's when everything just mounts up. So yeah. be more organized because that's how you're gonna be more productive. And like Simran said, sometimes meetings come in and you have to adjust your schedule and that is absolutely fine. Doesn't there's, there's not an issue with that. That's that's not a problem. The problem is when you let that hinder your personal life, which was something that you mentioned really well as well, it's when it starts to hinder your personal life that it becomes an issue. And some sometimes for a lot of people, it's an issue that they can't see. So hopefully by listening to this podcast, all of you can realize that this is uh, important to note down. Now, Simran, I have enjoyed talking to you so much today and I wish we could go on and on and on for hours. But I do know that, you know, it's been a long day and I want to give you that work-life balance that you deserve and have a rest (laughs) thank you (laughs) from me and from the podcast but i have one final question for you final question for you is what's up and what's next for you simran
1: for me um i think personally and professionally i think i'm gonna start giving myself more importance and just sort of prioritizing myself like i talk about it and i I, it's something i've sort of started to incorporate into my daily life but i'm gonna prioritize myself it's something i do lack um i do tend to put you know whether it's family whether it's friends whether it's work before myself so my target and what's my my mindset for the rest of the 2020 that we have left given the fact that we don't have an alien invasion I do want to put like myself first and you know make myself happy do what makes me happy first and then fit everything else around it because you know like I said if I'm not happy then nothing else would really work so yes for me what's next is prioritizing all that I need to do and hopefully that goes to plan
0: that is amazing i i also hope there is no alien invasion because uh, I to be fair i think it'd be really cool like can you imagine just like interacting with aliens that'd be sick like
1: i am waiting for them to land and take me to the mars I, i'm okay with it
0: <laughs> well simon's got her own plans for 2020 guys uh, <laughs> that is amazing Thank you so much. I really, really, I really, really, really appreciate um, the time you've given me today to talk about the, such an important topic. I feel like the key takeaways from today, guys, are definitely what you have heard before, which is keep that work-life balance in your mind and try and apply it. Be more mindful about your mental health. Your body and your mind will tell you what, what they need. If your body's telling you you need a break, then you need a break. You can't argue with your body, you can't argue with your mind. So try and be more mindful, avoid burning out, give yourself that time that you deserve, be happy, prioritize yourself, which is something that Simon, you said just now is amazing. And I I totally, totally am behind that. You always have to prioritize yourself. And yeah, just uh, keep that work-life balance and get your star jumps in guys. Thank you so much for today, Simon. (laughs) If you guys have enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to listen to our next podcast to find out what's up and what's next.